Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Yes, that's right. It's time for Sarcastic Distractions, the interesting podcast for interesting people. Featuring, as always, the Gentleman Society of Podcasting. Myself, Harvey. My heterosexual life mate, David. Hello. Ever-loving AJ. I love you. I love you forever <laughs> and ever. Forever and ever. Ever and ever. Okay. I like quick, hanging out with forever, you. Ever. We got to be careful. We, we don't want copyright <laughs> issues. You know, we don't want outcasts. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever, ever. Forever, ever, ever. Ever, forever? That's, yeah, that's the next slide. That's, that's, yeah. For truesies? <laughs> if you can figure it out. <laughs> actually, this is actually on track for what we are talking about. Today. Uh, my One of my favorite things to talk about, one of my favorite things to do, uh, and I think we all like to do this, but is concerts, concert experiences. And yeah, I just want to open up the floor and talk about that. Talk about experiences we've had, firsts, lasts, good, bad, everything else. And what makes a concert great? Like what 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 are some of the shows mm-hmm. that you wanted to see and what they uh, why they mean a lot to you? Yeah, I I yeah, got yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a few, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh well let's start with uh first concert. Can anybody remember the first concert? Yes. I can remember mine. So Actually, so. no. Apparently, I can't remember my first concert. My parents took me to not the real Beatles, but uh, Beatlemania. Mm, nice. So, uh, like nice. a tribute yeah, yeah. band doing that when I was, God, I think they said I was like six months old or something. Those are a big thing back in the day. Um, so, no, I don't remember my first concert. Hmm. But the first nice. concert I can remember was Bush. Nice. Yeah, that is good. I, nice. Do believe, I do believe they were still... Bush X? No, this was their second album. I think they were touring on. Oh, Razor Blade Suitcase. Yeah. Suitcase. Yeah, though. No, yeah, they went. Yeah, they were in Bush then. Yeah. I saw Veruca Salt and them. Sick. Nice. And That's a sweet lineup. Two days later, and this, yeah, that was my first concert. I was fourteen, and then two days later, I came down here because I saw those guys in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you came to London, and then no, I came to this area, Southern Ontario. Because okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, our listeners might not understand what you're talking about. Came out here. I Where? Way up in the north, what? Northwestern of Ontario. <laughs> For a second, like, in our studio? Really? That's amazing. I came right here. Right, right here. <laughs> I came to your house. Um, no, I came to Southern Ontario, went to my first Edge Fest. Okay. Which was at Molson Park in Barrie. I th- now, correct me if I'm wrong, all Canadian Edge Fests all Edge Fests Fest. were Well, yeah, they're Canadian, all Canadian, yeah. And they were only in Barrie. No, no. At first, okay. Edge Fest traveled. Oh, okay. Huh. So, yeah, this was in 96, yeah, something like that. It was at Molson Park. <laughs> it was the first time for me seeing a lot of acts that I really enjoyed. Nice. Who were, who were headlining? Uh, I don't remember who was headlining, per se. <laughs> that says a lot about <laughs> I don't, I don't remember much. Per se. Other than enjoying <laughs> um, it. Yeah. Uh, I remember Tea Party w- nice. was on the bill. Nice. Um, I don't think I'm Mother Earth was on that one. Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, I, I was like, there. There, was, there, were, there was copious amounts of marijuana involved. Sure, yeah. And being hmm. 16. So that was, what, 20, 20 Four? plus years ago? <laughs> yeah. 24. I think I'm 40, right? Yes, I think so. Almost 41, so almost... 25 years ago <laughs> Jesus Christ it's crazy almost a quarter of a century ago um, so yeah those were my first two concert experiences that kinda yeah got me hooked nice and then a few Edge Fests after that and, and like the next are. next Edge Fest was the first time I saw the Foo Fighters wow so that was a big deal I totally deal. forgot they played that was a big deal for me Edge Fest that's really cool and then Edge Fest switched to Somersault right and then that was the then touring. they came to London that was the touring right. yeah they would 
you know, London, Winnipeg. Yeah. They did that. Um, that's And that's when Edge Fest stopped. Right. Going around the country, and they yeah, were I just see. at Barry Park. Oh, Mol- okay. Uh, Molson Park and Barry. Right. And it was usually on, like, did Canada, Park Canada Day or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Cool. But yeah, so that's that's my first lump of experience. Nice. Right. I definitely have more, but I would like to hear I would like to hear other people's first experiences. Do you have yours? Uh, I think mine was at the uh, the fair, um, and I should it was the Eastern Band. Oh, Great Big C, Great Big C. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool. Uh, and we met. Uh, yeah, we Doyle. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was. I think it was my first because I have to admit, and again, we may go into a bit of depth on this. I'm not a concert guy. This is true. Yeah, like just going to or spending the money to go to. <laughs> Mostly B, I will admit yeah. this, but also it's just because you have you have said if somebody gives me a concert ticket, I'll go. He will pretty much right. always yeah, go. Yep. <laughs> In fact, and we'll get there. I did get a concert ticket as part of my birthday, but we'll talk about this shortly. Uh, yes, we we will we will talk about <laughs> what you spent money on. <laughs> right, right. Oh, we talk about what I spent money on. Well, no, for for coming up it's, it's something that's coming up <laughs> okay. in london oh, that you spent fair. money on. i did actually spend money that's in that case. <laughs> let's go back to your your first but yeah it was at the fair uh yeah a great big c um and yeah I, that would have been fun it was fun but it was you know western fairground yeah fun, right yeah. it's like seeing uh the other canadian band uh down in victoria park Oh, uh, ba 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 ba. You've talked oh, to ba, them. Oh, ba 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 ba. I love those guys. You've talked to them for their records back. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, you're talking um, yeah. Five Alarm Funk. No, no, no not Five Alarm Funk. Uh, the ones you spoke with to get uh, permission to use one of their songs. <laughs> oh, uh, Bob Noxious. Yes, Bob Noxious. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we yeah. saw them. That's that was the man. probably the next one in the high school years. And really? then I don't think I did anything else until I, until we did that big the super event, the Live Aid. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, so That's I don't think amazing. I went to any other concerts until the Live Aid, in which we, yeah, we sat outside and listened to some good music. Yeah, we did that yeah. for free. Kind of, yeah, sort of. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Tickets yeah. were free. It was one of those great... Just so, like, Live Aid, Live Aid? Yeah. Yeah, the one Not that the was... Not the 80s one, the 90s one, or 2000s one. Yeah, yeah, the, the redo did one. Did they do that in Toronto? No, no Barry. No, Barry. That was... In... Yep. Mm-hmm. We had Park. one in Barry. Yeah, yeah, we went on. And so what was great about it is, yeah, we so, got, we drove so, up together. But it was the actual Live Aid, Live Aid. Yeah, it was all across like, the world. Like a, okay. Yeah, we were the Canada one. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Simultaneous in Britain, America. I get what they That's That's, that's why I was questioning it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I've been like, Woodstock, Woodstock? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I drove to Woodstock. You know, like, Woodstock, yeah. Woodstock? I've no, been to fucking Woodstock in half Woodstock. Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, but that was a good one. I, like, and it, it was we'll good go music, all the stuff. Like, it was just a good experience. I that agree. one I give a plus on. Like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. That, so that much was drama a, before and after too, which was great. Which so, who played? Awesome. Uh, who played Levied? Everybody. A lot of the Canadians, like the Burn Naked Ladies. I would assume. Burn Naked Ladies. Neil Young. Uh, we saw. Neil Young wasn't a, at ours though, was he? Yeah, he was. Oh no, he was there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. He was kind of like the final act. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the yeah, finals. It was hosted by Dan Aykroyd and Tom Green, which was <laughs> hilarious. Cool. I always remember the one act where um, what's her name was uh, on the video because she was in oh, Vegas. Oh, Celine Dion. Celine Dion yeah. Oh my God, getting <laughs> we, booed. Everybody boos, uh, uh, and Aykroyd uh, uh, basically uh, uh, flicks the switch, comes and says, "Everybody, fuck off." Yeah, like, chill out, man. <laughs> she didn't have to go on video. Fucking come on here, okay? Yeah. Come on. Like, it was pretty funny. It Tom was, was trying to like stoke the crowd too. It was, oh, it was oh yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then who else was there? Uh, I will say it was uh, all Canadian. The whole it was good. Sh- no, it was all Canadian. We we did see Motley Crue. Oh, good call. That's Sorry. Right. And I will say this: we saw Motley Crue. I think what three, four songs. No, no one other than the later acts. No one did more than three or four songs at a oh, time. Yeah. But Motley Crue in their set 
had strippers, had fireworks. I think there was a motorcycle or something. So this is when they were kind of starting to go out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This was like because Kickstart is, My Heart so era. This, no, Kickstart My Heart was like 80s, dude. 91, maybe. I, I truly have no idea. Whatever the resurgence was. My question is, did Vince Neil, Neil sing well? Because I have don't you remember. seen, have How you seen videos? We? I don't remember. Have don't you remember. seen videos of him now? I do not remember. Yeah, I have to remember. I don't. Oh, I, now he's terrible. The only you would remember. I, and again, it's uh, me being Dave. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. She started crying and she left. That and she was singing really well, but apparently, her somebody in her family had passed away. To oh, who um, Jan Arden? Oh, yes, it was Jan Arden. Yes. That would have been yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Like not her. Her. Her crying situation, and breaking yeah. down or anything, mm-hmm. but like I, I've got a lot of respect for, for she, her as an it artist. Sounded Amazing. so good, unreal. And but she walked off. Uh, I think it was second song, and it's one of those Canadians being Canadian because no booze in that case. Everybody just kind of stood up, clapped, and shouted. Yep. You know, so they got was, it. They yeah. understood why something probably. had happened in her life. Yeah, you were oh. right. It was Kickstart My Heart was in '89, but whatever song I can't remember the name of it. Whatever was their big kind of Saints of Los Angeles or something. I don't know like what that. it was because they were famous <laughs> enough to come to this live aid yeah. tour, and it was yeah whatever. Yeah, that's but when the they Jan were doing the big nice. the big uh, not like a circus, but like uh, yeah, it was coming almost like a burlesque show kind of. Yeah. Set piece. Yeah. Like, like when they were doing their own show. I think the only thing they were missing was Tommy and his crazy drum set. I think that was one over. of the first ones where they did the roller coaster drum right. set thing that like went right back to the back of the arena Which and like came back. Nuts. Yeah, they didn't have that set. That's crazy, for that, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I would be able to I'd be I'd probably be able to do the roller coaster one. But I don't know if I'd be able to play upside down <laughs> like he does, no, I could or not. like on a ninety degree <laughs> angle. How do you, how do you train while he's like rotating? That? Like fuck, man. So what do, you, what do you do? Do you get like a little electronic kit, hop into like a zipper, and then try to fucking drum a track out? Like I don't know how you prepare. That, I don't for that. Know. I don't, yeah. They tie you up against the wall and say, good luck. Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just nail all your drum kit to the wall and say, this is how we're jamming for the next six weeks. Yeah. This is it, buddy. Take it. Yeah, You're fucked. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't, because gravity would play a big part of it. Like, you'd be fighting against yeah. a different myth. Yeah. You want to go this way, and you got to hit that shit, yeah. right? I, there's got to be tricks there. That but that's cool. that's really yeah, cool. That's really yeah. cool. What was your... Uh, the first... Uh, concert that i vaguely remember was like my mom's favorite band which was april wine okay the first concert that i remember wanting getting excited to wanting to see i would have been like 13 i think 14 years old was seeing 5440 at victoria park nice and i was like i really i think there was like assaholic i think was like their jam at the time, or one of the songs at the time, and oh, I remember wow. because it was like, like swearing. I, think, I was I like, like, "Oh, that's cool. I like that." You know, <laughs> I think I know like two of their songs. Oh, Smiling Buddha Cabaret is a. I mean, I'm obviously biased. Is a, a legendary album. I love it. I love everything on that. album. I never got. They were. Oh man, I'm gonna get shit on the for this. Um, <laughs> there's a certain style that Canadian artists have. Okay. Especially in the 90s and 2000s, yeah, yeah, yeah. They right? were really feeling out the sound. Um, I didn't get into it, really. Okay. Like, yeah. it was weird for me, because, like, at the time, I didn't really dig the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. I can appreciate their first album now, but it's not, I don't know, it's... When did you first It's not that I don't it? think they're good artists. It's just not like, your style. It's, it's yeah. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, the first uh, Our Lady Peace record. 
Yeah. It took me quite a while to get into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the fine. second one was more of a mainstream radio airplay record kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Like it was more pop. It had rock, the more, if you will. I would say, more grungier sound. It, it was more. Was it was more grungy. It was maybe more structured. Yeah. As maybe a little well. bit. Yep. It had more of a take your songs to L.A. Yeah, yep. you're allowed to have that right? opinion about all Canadian bands except for one, and he's wearing the shirt. Okay, I was gonna say. Oh, if he you already say, shot if you on say, them earlier. I was gonna say if you say Nickelback, I'm gonna light you the <laughs> fuck on fire. I will light you on fire now. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> for our listeners, that'd be tragically. But because uh, yeah, I was never into like the Great Big C thing or like so maybe 50, you just maybe you just need to expand your horizons. So fifty so fifty four forty kind of had that same. Yeah, well, I liked yeah. them because a little they were different. It could have also been maybe a little mellower than I wanted to hear at the time. Too. They were the they were uh, big on the whole kind of mellow, easy vocals over chuggy guitars yeah. and a quick. Beat. Oh, see, I remember Some like big things. The one that stands out to me Bow. is Ocean a big bass. Yeah, Ocean Pearl. Yeah. Exactly. But that's still a little too like. It's a groovy song, man. Sixteen years old or whenever it came out, I wanted to hear fucking Metallica, <laughs> not fucking fifty four forty. I'm grateful <laughs> to have had uh, exploratory uh, understanding of music from a very early age. I've been listening to a lot of weird shit all the time. I was going to ask you about Gordon Bernicelli's first album because wh- how old were you when you first listened to it? It would have been when it came out. So in the eighties, yeah, or ninety one, ninety one. Yeah, so you would have been eleven years old. About that, you didn't get it. It was, I, I'm, I'm sincere because I, I ask. I just love it. You didn't get it? No, there's a reason why I ask it. He didn't say he okay. didn't get it. He just said he didn't like it. You, so, But he likes it now, <laughs> which is why I'm trying to understand how does he like it now, but he didn't like it then. I love how upset you're getting right Well, now. it's a strange thing. <laughs> Growing up, I listened I to a story. lot of shit too. I know you did. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but it, I don't know. It felt. At the time, it felt corny. What did you say? Oh, no. feel naked. I felt felt slighted. Speaking of corny. I I will say, the first time I ever heard of the Bare Naked Ladies, I was watching video hits. Okay. Oh, you're expecting. And Dan Gallagher goes, next up on video hits, Bare Naked Ladies. And I was like, I'm like, what, 11 years old? Bare Naked Ladies on TV? (laughs) Maybe that's why and you then, didn't like the album. That you feel, you feel <laughs> shorted. You like slighted. Like, fuck yeah. you, you. You're no bearding and ladies <laughs> here. All but your fucking fat ass, grown ass, grown old men. I don't know. <laughs> there was there was something about it that felt very. Even though I was what like 11 years old or 10 years old when it came out, it was just very juvenile. Very there very, was some ju- very raffy. There was some. Oh sound, come on! No, can't hear me out. Shut up, <laughs> raffy. Um, wow. When you listen to the music, it's bouncy, it's fun, it's childish, it's juvenile. If you were to sing about a fucking beluga whale over top of it, you'd have a number one children's hit. Okay. The lyrics, on the other hand, weren't something that I was able to connect to at 10 years old. Okay. Right? Like Enid. How the fuck am I going to connect to a song about a dude with a a girl or relationship Mm -hmm. when I'm 10 years old? I don't know. So it, it I didn't did. it didn't click for yeah, me. Yeah. Right? I can see that. I could see it didn't click for every or for people. I, I just thought it was really fun, jazzy poppy music. 
And yeah, it was adolescent. Now, coming, but sorry, let me just give me two points. Can I finish? Can I finish? If you're not, then you point. Victor but our episode is mean. just about you two arguing about. Apparently, can I, I know. I know. Can yeah. I finish now? Am I allowed to finish? <laughs> no, don't finish. Keep going. No, keep, keep going. going. Keep going. <laughs> sorry. Break off your point, AJ. I forget now. <laughs> For me, it was, it was just the music that spoke to me at the time, and I really liked it. Oh. Let's go ahead then. No, I was going to shut up and wait till you're done. Okay. <laughs> I just really did. I, I liked it because it was juvenile. I think the first time I saw them was on Speaker's Corner. So I had that little bit of a vibe oh, there. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. That's thing. how they got yeah, yeah. their fame. Was it going to, yeah. Yeah, they would sing on the Speaker's Corner. And I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, that's neat. I didn't, I don't think I knew their song or anything. I was just like, I chuckled mm-hmm. at whatever. And then when I saw uh, that they had a band and I saw a video and then I, I had them on cassette. And I wore that tape out so freaking much that mm-hmm. I they had like colored cassettes too. Didn't they like have like a blue, like it was like a clear cassette with a blue? I didn't have that it. one. Mine was black from what I remember. Uh, but I could be wrong. It was a long time could ago. Could be thinking about the CD. Could be. Yeah. The the, the CD definitely, because I also own that as it well. Was, it was a ball. It was the rubber ball. Yeah. Yeah. The blue and white rubber. When I got into like, music playing music later on. Yeah. And trying to play some of their songs completely level different level of respect yeah yeah they're like they're brian wilson complex. brian wilson is a hard song to play yeah and sing at the same time on, uh, for sure with, with a guitar it's best if you know how difficult. to play stand-up bass <laughs> yeah yeah if you're trying to play the fucking that outro kind of thing on the same yeah so yeah at the time i wasn't yeah canadian music is very folky can be and i think there's a lot of elements of that folk music thing like a that's a wait, wait, wait. That's a broad statement. Can't say all Canadian music is folky because I'm going through lists in my head and I'm thinking of bands a lot that are of definitely not. 90s Canadian music <laughs> was kind of folky. Okay. Because, um, yeah, you get to your nickelbacks and whatever, then it kind of goes left from that. But I, I think, again, at the time in my musical journey, hmm. that's not where I was at. Yeah, I you're guess. looking for the Metallicas. And yeah, the Nirvanas and whatnot, yeah. right? Yeah. It's cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, have you guys ever seen those guys live? No. Metallica? M- Bare Naked Ladies. I have. Yeah? Yeah, I've seen them. Well, yeah, we did. We, they were at the Live yeah. 8. I've seen oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I was, I, I've seen them three so. times, but only oh. with, uh, what's his name? Stephen Page. I haven't seen them yeah, without the yet. The new guy? Yeah. No, the no, no, there's no new guy. Isn't there, I thought they got a new no, guy. No, they they just I dropped they, Stephen Page after everything. Really got a new guy. The oh, four of them now. See, that's yeah. how much I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw them in Toronto at some like Bell Appreciation. Media Bell Media. Well, no, it was like a Bell Media Appreciation event or some shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. My ex-wife got two free tickets and it was Jay Leno and the Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. Cool. So Jay Leno came out and did a stand-up kind of thing yeah that's fun and then and intro them the burn naked ladies came out and played i got to see um uh stephen page do a duet with uh bruce coburn well oh that'd be interesting Ed was playing uh guitar in the background doing lovers in a dangerous time which was oh. fucking phenomenal hmm, phenomenal nice. phenomenal that would be stephen really page's cool. voice on that Stephen's would be very cool time. yeah yeah I love it. I saw that. Very cool. When I think of that, it's like, oh man, I got I got to experience that live. That's yeah, bad. Bruce Coburn against, too. Against live, yeah. Against that live is experiences. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I um I I think music has to hit you at certain levels. Like when I think of uh, seeing Elton John 
If you would have told me as a teenager, hey, do you, we want to go see Elton John, I'd be like, fuck no. It just was not my jam. Right? just was not my thing. Yeah. Right? But when the chance did come, say, I don't know, eight years ago, it was amazing. It was amazing. Okay. You did get to- I did get to say, man. That'd you know, be wild, man. That it was a cool. really great experience. And uh, kudos to my friends, uh, Nancy and Dave. Uh, they kind of made that happen. But that's just the thing. Like, I didn't appreciate it. I mean, him and I used to talk all the time about Neil Young. I used to fucking hate Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Hate him. And Dave's like, why? How can you hate Neil Young? <laughs> Speaking of folky storytellers, right? And uh, it wasn't until- Later on, I was grew to appreciate. It's like, oh, now I hear what he's saying. And then when yeah. we, we did go see him, it instantly clicked. Like, oh yeah, no, this is I the this is the guy. I had the opposite experience in in my like for Bob Dylan. I enjoyed listening yeah. to certain Bob Dylan songs. Sure, yeah, you know, there's like Rainy Day Woman and mm-hmm. blah blah blah, right? Um, all on the Watchtower, yeah, great yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. You know, his voice is is definitely something, and his cadence is something you. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's an acquired e- taste. E- eating exactly, mm-hmm. acquired, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. But then when I saw him when they came here, when the Foo Fighters opened for yep. him, did the acoustic. Yeah, I was just I was incredibly disappointed. Yeah, I was there for that and, show. Oh, you were yeah, yeah. So yeah, we talked about it. Just yeah. incredibly, <laughs> we talked about it a few times. Incredibly disappointed, and it just kind of made me like. I think it was what people not appreciate the artist anymore. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. I I agree with you. It was like the Foo Fighters were the star of that show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the thing of all things. People went in with an expectation and that expectation was not realized because it's fucking Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan does whatever the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. And that's what I we got. Least, I expected some sort so, of chaos. I but... come at it like this. I got to see Bob Dylan yes. before I died. Before and he, before I also he got died. to see yeah. him before he died. Yeah, yeah, before he died. And I also got to see him do some of the songs that I really liked. And I it also gave me forced me uh, a reason to actually go listen to that album because I did not listen to the album hmm. that he was promoting and, and playing while we were there. Right. So, you know, when you're hearing you just like hearing new yeah, music. You got a little bit of it. Yeah. yeah. So then I went good. out and I was like, okay, I listened to his album. I was like, I had a greater appreciation for it. So you know, I had a similar experience, but it was yeah. a Manson concert. Oh yes, tell us more. Well, it's the one that you gave me tickets to. Uh-huh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh huh. And I can't. Who? It was a Rob Zombie. No, Rob Zombie. Yeah, Rob Zombie and Manson were. Was that? The wait, one? wait. We went to go see Zombie and Ozzy Osbourne. No, so I bet there was another one. The, yes, you and uh, you and Shan went to go see Ozzy. No, you went to go see recently Marilyn Manson. And uh, Rob Zombie. Yeah, they just yes. recently. This was did just that. before Manson got me tooed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say, like, I remember a Zombie because he was great. Like, Rob he's Rob fucking Zombie. amazing. Oh, it was. Just, Everybody all day oh. needs to go see Rob Zombie live. Yeah, really go see him live. Like, it's just he. They do a great show. It's great music. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it still feels relaxed. Like he does yeah. a great job. Agreed. Yeah. The Manson. Yeah, that <laughs> was. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> when I when I got Shan's review, I knew it was like, oh, I'm glad I did not go to that show. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> was he just it just seems like he doesn't care anymore kind of thing. It was thing, a or... combination of didn't care, fuck y'all, I'm Manson. Like in some ways he may have been trying to put forward like a vibe of I'm Manson, fuck yeah. y'all. But it just came off as an old shitty man who knows he's rich and he's going to shit wherever the mm. fuck he wants on all the kids. The irony of what's going on in his life now is fucking right. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just I did not enjoy. I had now. a similar experience. Hmm. And this, I would say, was probably one of my worst concert experiences. And I don't think I've had many. Hmm. I could probably count on one hand. Yeah. If it wasn't uh, for Rob Zombie, shitty. that would have been one of my worst. But well, Rob yeah, Zombie yeah. same it. thing happened to me. When so I, we're on worst concerts now? Just one of us. Yeah, 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 sure. Sure, why not? Corn. 
Ah. I went to see Corn in Winnipeg. Okay. Mm. I was going to say here because I know that I saw them here in London. So I wasn't sure. Um, my son could have been the same tour. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, were, were they with Nickelback? No. Then no. No, okay, no, no. Go on. Sorry. Um, it was <laughs> with Papa Roach and mm. Power Man 5000. Oh, that, that would be good. a fun freaking show. Holy jeez. Papa Roach and Power Man fucking stole it. I bet. I they could imagine. Fucking oh, my stole God. It. Yeah. it was. I think it might have been Papa Roach's first tour. Oh, jeez. Like, wow, first wow, wow. big, like, yeah, stadium yeah. opening. Yeah. Like, yeah. right after uh, Last Resort was yeah. the yeah. big hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and then Power Man was riding the... Yeah. Riding World the, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. That is a but Corn was a song. bad. Like, what was bad about them? The audio was... The sound was terrible. So was it, like... Was it someone not mixing it? Was it Davis not singing? Like, what was, what was the, it? The performance was just seemed robotic. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seemed yeah. like if I were to go to the same show the next night, it would be the same. same thing. Fucking exactly. Show, like these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the mix was terrible for that, for mm-hmm. the venue. Um, like, Corn is known for big, like, boom kind yeah, of yeah, drops yeah. and, like, yeah. like bass that's like... They're like the rappers of the rock world. Right? Yeah. Um, that deep bass. But, like... Fieldy hit a fucking note on the bass, and literally the entire building started to vibrate. <laughs> wow. And it canceled the note. Oh, wow. shit. So all you would hear from his bass would be like, Oh my God. Oh. And then Buddy would hit Jesus. the kick drum and be like, <laughs> And yeah. I, so it sounds like in, in your example, it's more the, the audio and yeah, the routine of it that's really. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because I've seen the Foo Fighters that many times <laughs> for people who don't know. He can't like, remember that many yeah, times. Yeah. So that's how many times. 12. When do you move into Dave's <laughs> studio? Yeah, just curious. Oh. I was just wondering when you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. I, figure, I figure after the 16th concert, the next one, the next seven are free, right? Well, well yeah, it should have been, but <laughs> unfortunately COVID happened and then that's true. Taylor that's passed true. away. Yeah. Yes, um, true. But, uh, what talking about? How many times? Oh, <laughs> I have actually seen them play the same set and somewhat the same show, mm-hmm. but the performance was still different. Okay. Right? Like the in-betweens, like in-between mm, songs, gotcha, the, gotcha. The, the banter. Yeah. Right. That, you know, the audience banter kind of thing. And it was, yeah, the corn just seemed like it was like a streamlined, like, this is yeah. what we're doing. Huh. This is what we say in between this song. This is how long we've got. You yeah. know, like it's, it just seemed way too structured. Mm. Whereas a Foo Fighters show was like a structured rock and roll chaos kind of right. thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, but no, Power Man and Papa Roach were phenomenal. I yeah. Like Good. Yeah. Uh, put on a great, great show. Yeah. I haven't been to many concerts, but I don't think I've ever been to a concert where I hated the entire thing. No, but I haven't been to many, so I'm not a good hated the, the entire only thing or didn't like. Maybe a better. I phrasing. would say for me there was one. Yeah. What What's is that? it? Would have been uh, Matthew Goodband. Oh yeah, you mentioned in, that. In That's Winnipeg. right. Yes, uh, it was just it was boring. Uh, it wasn't deal. very energetic. Yeah. Right. So it was just kind of like a bunch of people standing Stayed in a there. ballroom, oh, just, just kind of looking. Yeah. Just, yeah. I got like, you. Yeah, you're a good artist. You write some good songs. But I could have like popped in my fucking yeah. CD player and experience, yeah. you know, had, a, had a better thing. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. With so. some you know cheaper beverages. Some right. people yeah. like that. Some people like that whole whatever. You know, play through your album shit. That's fine mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know, some yeah. So what's I'm, your worst, Harvey? It's a toss up. <laughs> it's a toss up. I would have to say, off the top of my head, 
uh, Oasis or Nickelback for a portion. Uh, Oasis, because like that show came to impromptu. I didn't know we were gonna go. It was like hmm. the day of. Did you go with me for that? It was no. Russ and I? And okay, Not I. I can't remember who it was. But uh, I was like, "Hey, do you want to go? Uh, got tickets, whatever." And we all got excited because it's fucking Oasis, right? Right. Like, whatever. I don't even think they played forty minutes. What? Hmm. I'm not really? kidding. I don't think they did. I think we missed the first band. Whoever I know, so I don't even know who opened for them. I, I I can't even comment on that. And we came in just before Oasis got in, and something happened with Noel and Liam. I don't know what. Mm. And it was they, it started off great. They started doing. I th- we heard Wonderwall, or did we hear Wonderwall? Oh, maybe we didn't hear Wonderwall. <laughs> Champions were over. No, because there's a reason why. Because they didn't get to their encore. Like they yeah, stopped the show that fucking been early. An end. And oh, if you okay, look okay. at the time, if you look at the history, this is pretty much right around the time they broke up okay and it just was a shitty show because i was i liam and noel left the stage and didn't come back yeah just didn't come back and they're like what we'll go have to go off the stage and they bought and then they just fucking did and that was the end of the show I'm like are you fucking serious we paid this money we can't do we get money back oh yeah. nothing Mad, yeah that was it yeah mm-hmm. and uh so that was pretty pretty lame i was pretty disappointed by that and then the nickelback uh, was a show. I've seen Nickelback twice. I oddly enough, Corn saved one of the shows that oh, Nickelback yeah? was like, Yeah. They were fucking awesome. They were so good. And the only thing that was good about Nickelback show that night was their pyros. They had Nickelback. really great pyros. They do have Nickelback. Nickelback, yeah. They do have a, a very energetic stage. They really do. And uh, listen, sh- we can shit on Nickelback all we want. We probably will. However, say what you will, they make a lot of money. They're like the largest selling Canadian fucking band yeah. and shit yeah they so make a lot like, of money because they figured out how to write the same song over and over and over again yeah, that's like and ACDC. still make yeah money. exactly We're gonna, like it's not my music but i can't hate <laughs> on them for that they figured it out right they figured but there's it something out. about acdc man <laughs> <laughs> when when you when you pack it into this is rock and roll and we only know four chords either way it's um, like so, bordering on punk rock right? <laughs> so i uh it was bayfest this was a really, I did not like this concert at all. And I can't remember who was opening up. I think there's four bands and it was my sister, my brother, and oh my, sorry, my sister, my father and myself, we all went. And my sister, and my father are, are, are shorter than I am. And we went all the way to the front of the stage for Nickelback. And I was the guy that had to kind of like mm. protect everyone, mm-hmm. right? Because I was I'm bigger. Uh, so that's fine having just a fucking crowd of people uh, pushing you over the front and trying to push back. That's We've all been there. That's oh, a yeah. good time. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. Full time. But the worst part was Nickelback. Cause, and it, namely Chad Kroger. Okay. Because <laughs> it felt like, yeah, it felt like, like the Nickelback. rest of the band was doing the thing. And you, you get the grooves, right? That's pretty fun, you know? But then Chad's like, it's like he's calling it in. That's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. But then what, what threw me off was when they were doing uh, Hero from the Spider-Man right. true soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did an acoustic bit for it. And they're getting up on their stools. They're setting up. And then Chaz talking about the song. And then he basically says, like, oh, I remember writing the song with uh, that fucking. Josie Scott. He didn't say Josie Scott. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He said that guy from whatever. Like either. He was just be, just being rude about just it. Just being a dick about just it. Just being a dick yeah. about it. And Ryan was like, "Dude, his name's Josie Scott, dick." And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, whatever." And then they played it, and I'm fucking was so uninspired. Like I'm like, "Why do you fucking play it after this?" Like you, like I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like it sounds like I'm not going to get into the song. Be right? a dick yeah, about it. Yeah. Such a dick. So it's just a really <laughs> shitty, that, shitty experience. I, I had a, I had an experience and like that. Bad taste in my mouth for the rest of the night. Hmm. 
with uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. I could imagine it was, uh, that. It was an edge, it, it was an edge fest. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was another lineup with like Tea Party, Green Day maybe, something like that. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I was high, leave me alone. Uh-huh. Um, was Oasis there? <laughs> maybe just in your seems dreams. Like, yeah. That seems like an odd lineup, seeing the Pumpkins and Oasis on the same bill. Um, Would hmm. be interesting. But anyway, Anyways. um, Billy Corgan was just a dick to the audience oh was he like an unbelievable mm. fucking dick why am i not surprised and <laughs> i think it was around the ava door oh, okay well yeah they were really in the album. fucking thick of their fame at that point well not only that they were just about to fucking break up were they not uh well Did yeah they not just br- like almost break up after that yeah i think jimmy left the band after that yeah like shit yeah. went down after that yeah so shit was probably going down right. but he was just yeah he was just an unbelievable dick to the crowd it was like I'm never going to give this human being money ever again. Hmm. I, I just lost respect for, again, w- losing respect for the artist. And yeah. then I lose respect for the music. Hmm. Okay. I'm glad I didn't see him when you saw him there. Cause I saw him in the o- bright, no, so shiny tour. Okay. Fucking awesome. Great. There was like a middle part there that people were like leaving. Cause I don't, I think the music changed mm. in a way, but they did a, Great show and Billy Corgan redeemed itself in my eyes because him and I, Dave and I, used to have talks about the Pumpkins back in the day, and then there was some stuff on MTV or on Much Music, but he just acted like a total fucking asshat. Yeah. That was around and, the melancholy. Yeah, and Dave's, yeah. Dave and I, were like, all right, buddy, yeah, yeah, fuck off. We can go get listen to other music. We don't need to listen to your shit. Yeah. Sort of thing. So, so to see them do their thing, and this is a couple of years ago that it was on. It was really awesome. But I mean, he's had time to grow and reflect it, and realize, it is a, yeah, oh shit i got no money so. <laughs> well, well i guess that yeah that would be the thing that's right? part like, of the contributing right, factor exactly. you're being a dick and then you have no band yeah. and then any song you write is just like a carbon copy kind of thing of something mm-hmm. we've come to expect from billy corgan yeah typically right? yeah and yeah. unfortunately that just he couldn't nickel back his way. No, no. <laughs> through but it. But good thing, like, for, for what it's worth, like, Pumpkins wrote some banger albums. Like, they. I am a huge fan of Siamese Dream. Siamese Dreams. Um, Melancholy and the Infinite Gish, Sadness was everything. a great record. I, I don't know if they have a bad record. I don't but think then they I, do. For me, after that, that's where I fell off. And I. Hmm. Personally, I'm not into the techno-y thing either. Yes, we've talked about um, this. <laughs> the Smashing Pumpkins don't do Nine Inch Nails well. <laughs> that's Sorry. true they're not they, not just, not they just don't yes. <laughs> they just don't and i feel like that's almost what he was trying to do okay was to emulate yeah. a nine inch nailsy kind what do you mean of, with the uh with the door yeah because it was it he was, was definitely techno. on that darker side of things i didn't i didn't notice this is nine inch nails thing, but yeah i guess it could be i say nine inch nails because it could that be doom. sure 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 doom. and when, when was that album was that 99 uh, i'd say yeah, around there yeah so 2000 trying to think of the the music scene back then and there was a lot of that kind of it was a mix mm. well but yeah but you 90s nails was of... still riding the downward spiral train yes oh they're still later. riding that, that to point. this they're day yeah. <laughs> they, yeah mind you it's a nice big chain lots of power but anyway. oh that's yes, right. yes, yes. Excellent, excellent locomotive there yeah, absolutely yeah. but um, you're absolutely right yeah still makes them lots of money oh, for fuck sure. yeah, oh for fuck sure. yeah. yeah absolutely. i'd buy that record again i think you can buy it on vinyl for like 40 bucks i'd buy that record on vinyl i bought pretty hate machine might amazing. as well keep going it's so good it's so good Anyways, but, uh, off nails. Yeah, pumpkins. Uh, yeah, I mean, Billy. So, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, but maybe he's had time to reflect. And- like I said, like his music, 
I love it. I I I get to hear a bad album by Billy Corgan, and that's saying a lot. Oh, sorry, sorry by the Pumpkins, not by Billy Corgan. <laughs> There's some stuff by Billy, where I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know where that come from. Uh, but I really do like his music. But you're you bring a good point. He's been trying to kind of milk a certain cow for a very long time, yeah. and he's trying to you know can't blame the guy. I mean, he rose to that kind of '90s rock royalty really quickly. Oh yeah, and it's oh, like yeah. once you're at that fucking yeah pedestal, it's like you want to stay there. You know what I mean? It's like I'm gonna start to. I guess it depends. Can. It depends. I mean, you could go, you could go the Billy Corgan route, sure, or you could go the Dave Grohl route, mm. right? You can, like, sure. Dave Grohl was in that same position, but both, both, same kind of result, or sorry, same criticism at at points of their careers, where it's like, oh, they're just doing the same thing, or they're just doing the what they know, or the, you know, whatever's safe. Both, both bands. I think all bands kind of get into that. Well. It's always a fallback excuse for a band that is big and been around a while. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, they're just doing what they know. They're, they're doing what's comfortable. They're not breaking mm-hmm. walls. But then if they break walls, it's like, yeah. oh, my God, they're too outside of their fucking... Yep. Yeah. The sound's yeah. too different. Too different. Oh, I, yeah. With the yeah. last two Foo Fighters records, I was like, they've lost fans. Mm-hmm. For sure. They've definitely lost fans because those two records were very outside of the yeah. Foo Fighters yeah. thing, right? Like Especially that the last record they put out fucking thing was half disco right right like very (laughs) you know different like a dance it was a dance inspired Mm -hmm. rock and roll album yeah it really was it made they the purpose to make it was dave was saying i want people to be dancing in their fucking kitchen yeah while listening to this record yeah right so it's cool it's so we've gone through first experience we've gone through our our cherry popping yeah um we've gone through our worst yeah i guess what's our favorite i do know mine so many one, I'll go I first. guess I guess one of favorites because I'm probably in the same boat as Chris well, here. Where as Chris. I'm like, I actually uh, know my favorite. It was such a just unexpectedly great musical evening. Everything about it, the Finger Eleven that I won the tickets to. Okay. Dude, that was such a fucking great oh, night in every way. Oh. The sound, the experience, meeting them, got to meet them. Meeting oh, cool. them was so cool, man. Like I like I've always liked Finger. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna take your spot. I don't want to take your spot. <laughs> That's fine. I was going to say real quickly. I'm glad that you enjoyed it as much oh, as I did. I've always loved Finger Eleven, but like I really fell deeply in love with him after this show. Well, no, from oh, yeah, my yeah. perspective, when I won the tickets, like, oh, cool tickets, hey Chris, yeah. come along, because I always thought it was just a radio band. You know, I heard my FM ninety six. You know, yeah. and you know, I, it wasn't I didn't like them. Right. It was just a, yeah, yeah. And then not only was it a great fucking experience, a great show, sounded perfect. They did it well. All the crazy great things, but I realized, holy fuck, I actually do like their songs. I know all these <laughs> fucking songs. Okay. It was one, it was one of those, yeah. Realizing a band that. I was like, I kind of know a few of them, but when I actually heard them, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I do know all these fucking songs. Yeah. Oh man, do they still play Rainbow Butt Monkey stuff? Uh, we did ask them that. I said, remember that? They, they, There was one song there at that time, this is a long time ago now, that they <laughs> yeah. were doing like one or two songs from that yeah. time, but I I don't think they do that. Oh man, I had, that on, I had that fucking I know. album on tape. But I remember calling Melvin, like, yeah, man, that's good time. I actually saw them uh at Edge Fest the the year they became Finger Eleven. Oh, okay. So I heard about Rainbow Butt Monkeys, but I didn't know their music well mm-hmm. enough. I like I knew first yeah. time and that was about it. And it was cool to see them, but like that show was way better. Like, oh, it was just a great And show. for me, like one of my favorite times with you. You know, and like oh, you and I, on, so, yeah, so good. It was, it was, just such it was one of those wonderful things where, yes, the concert was great, but it was the experience, the environment, like everything about it was just, yeah, for sure. One thing always upset me about Finger Eleven, how they seem to feel the need, and this this could have to do with them, or this could have to do with management or record mm-hmm. label or whatever. 
but they seemed to be this band that needed to shift with whatever was popular at the time and not really have their own sound sound or their own thing because they had yeah because they started off with the whole rainbow butt monkeys thing yeah and then they transitioned to i don't even know what and then they did the new metal thing mm-hmm. where there was that one video where buddy's got the big new metal fucking goth pants and mm-hmm. they do this whole goth new metal mm-hmm. and that was a whole record or two mm-hmm. and then it was this whole radio friendly um you know, with the more with in the, your with the acoustic-y guitar yeah, uh, song, one that, thing, yeah, that, yeah, and then there was um, paralyzed, yeah, paralyzed, stuff like that. Yeah. Where it was more of a a radio friendly, attainable to a more mass audience, but that was still kind of targeted, such as the new metal. It was like it yeah. feels like they went through phases and never really became Finger Eleven. Hmm. Maybe mm. maybe that last record again. More I can't so. speak to the band. Yeah, oh, I've missed more that concert. But no, the co- the experience ass. itself. I've, yeah, I don't sure. know. See, so I've I hear what you're saying, but I think they do have an identity because we also saw them with I Mother Earth, and we both can deconstruct that show when we want to do that. <laughs> but one thing I'll say is. Uh, Finger Eleven really shined in their own music at that time, and they would. Uh, we were we did uh, like a little pre-thing where we got to see both bands perform together. Oh, cool. Which is fun. Uh, maybe the best part of the show, I think. Uh, but then you can see them trading off with each other, and you can see the distinction Was that when Finger Eleven... Was that the, like the Paralyzed kind of era? No, this was, was only... This was what, two, two years, years ago? Three, three years ago? Oh, okay, see, yeah. now, after that record, I think that's what they've now defined as their sound. Whereas before, it was more of like they're still searching like, hey, this is oh, popular, let's human. do this. Hey, yeah, this is popular. Yeah. Yeah, but human. again, that could be them. Yeah. That could be a record label thing. If yeah, you're under knows? contract with a record label, they get yeah. to tell you yeah. what to put out and but, how to be. Yeah, the concert we saw with uh, as the group, yeah, you know, ago, that was good. But yeah, I still think the one from like the 15 years ago was amazing. Agreed, agreed, yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. yeah, they were fucking on fire. Oh yeah, like, that holy was shit. just, yeah. yeah. It was that same venue, same everything. Too. I know, it was actually. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Um, but good point, yeah. yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, you're right. There maybe we're fi- finding their voice, but... I think it's there, and they're they're a really fun band yeah. to see. If you haven't had a chance to see them, I, I highly recommend. Yeah, them. I even enjoy. They're the not as one. gloomy as they seem. No, but their their music is fucking great live. Like it is. Oh my god! And he's he, as a singer, he's really on point. He's a very good singer. Very good. Singer. He's an excellent singer. Extremely good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I really like that show good. a lot. What about yours? Yours. <gasps> oh my god! I, I was gonna have more time. I'm I'm not. I'm not going to say a Foo Fighters. I'm going to say, should we take that out of the equation? (laughs) My favorite Foo Fighters show (laughs) was was when they played with Weezer. Oh, nice. That was my favorite Foo Fighters show in in Detroit. Good times. Because that was kind of like a crazy little experience. Sure, Because we ended up in maybe the wrong part of town. (laughs) Maybe we saw some prostitutes. Maybe we saw a lot of drug deals going on. Maybe we saw some guy trading a VCR for crack. I don't know. <laughs> Except for that but last probably. one. But probably. You can see that in London now. Exactly. That wasn't like, a, you know, it wasn't, yeah. Well, Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, but fuck. Oh, man. Can you come back to me? I'm going to say, Chris, okay, no, while he's thinking, what's can't. your favorite? <laughs> I don't know if I could pick a f- an actual favorite, but I... I think, like, I have favorites of 
shows I've seen, like bands you or gotta pick one. Whatever. That's the rule. But I will go with. I think this is my favorite concert moment, like ever. I can't. I can't think mm. of a better moment than this. Because there's so many things I think about when I like. Okay, what's the moment? Get the moment. Long story. So settle in, folks. I may have even told it once or twice, but old man Harvey's going to talk now. Uh, this was uh, a, another impromptu event at uh, our Budweiser Gardens here, and it was when I was living with Phil. Our shout out to Phil, our buddy Phil. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lincoln Park was coming to town, mm-hmm. and Coed and Cambria was opening up for them, and I just we just gotten into Coed and Cambria. Sold out show, of course. It's like a fucking park. Sold out show, but him and I are thinking, well, let's try to go get tickets anyway. Yeah, right. We're broke, but we'll figure. We got a little bit of money, so we can scalp. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, as you go to an arena, you got your scalpers kind of all dotting around the building, Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, We kind of stayed away from them. We ended up going to the cover a little market across the street from there. We're kind of sitting down, kind of strategizing how we're gonna do this, what we're gonna do, yada yada yada. If there will calls or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Some guy overhears us. He offers us tickets for a little out of our price range. Right. Like maybe 50 or 60 bucks more than we could really afford. We're like, thanks, man. Appreciate that. But we're going to try our luck you know, yeah. elsewhere. So we hit up a couple of other guys and <laughs> way more money than this guy <laughs> was offering. And this guy's, he's selling us. He's like, oh, these seats are great. These are the best seats. Whatever. Da, 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 da. All that nonsense. So, um. But say, so the experience had nothing to do with the concert, just you getting the tickets. Uh, <laughs> This is leading into it. This is the experience, man. This is it. Storyteller's got to start somewhere. So uh, what is happening is we go back to the market we were at, uh, however long later. Buddy's still there. And he's like, I still got those tickets. I could sell them to you. Uh, we ended up getting them for like, I ended up knocking off like 30 bucks. So it was kind of like a win-win situation. We go to the show and Lincoln Park is doing a 360 stage. Uh, if you don't know a 360 stage, nice. Google it. Yeah, it was a big thing. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but how it worked was uh, the other bands had like a stage kind of in the front of the main audience, if you will. Cool. So uh, when we get there, we're like in the side section off to the side of the stage. In fact, we can't even see the stage of where the first band is playing. It didn't really matter because they weren't like, they were like a little punk band. They were fine, whatever. But then when Coate and Cambria came on, they're pretty much like, uh, parallel to us, like we could watch nice. their 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 yeah. backup singers. Great show, just awesome. Coen Cambria, amazing band. When I saw them, they were great. They're I'm not even as into their tunes as you are. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> like I, could, I, you know what? I probably couldn't even name a Coheed and Cambria song, <laughs> even if I heard it. I wouldn't be able to be like, oh yeah, that's Coheed and Cambria. But their fucking set is nice. fucking wild, they, man. It, wow, very very. Good rock. Uh, I've yet to be man. disappointed by them for sure. They are they're something else. Anyways, so it was really great <laughs> to see them. Got a lot of, I just want to get to the story so we can get on to other things. Uh so no. great to see them. A lot of fun. Lincoln Park comes out. And the crazy fucking part is we are in the section like by ourselves. Nobody's around us. We're like right at the uh whatever the, like the boards. The barrier boards, board. yeah, okay, boards gotcha. whatever. Yeah. Uh they're like 20 feet away. Cool. Right? They're like 20 feet away. So the whole concert, they're doing the thing. They're making eyes. We're making eyes. They're like throwing out guitar picks and broken drumsticks and all that fun shit to us. Because, I mean, we're literally by ourselves. It's like right. it feels like it's your own personal concert, which is yeah, awesome. Nice. Right? So this is really fun, right? Go through the whole show. Uh, Mr. Han, uh, someone threw like a Canadian flag up on stage and they had their his uh, piano keyboard rig came out of the stage. Oh, cool. And what he did was 
went back on the stage for their encore. Mm-hmm. And when it came back up, they draped his rig in the Canadian flag. Right. And I was like, yeah, this is a ah, crazy. So, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I love Lincoln Park. I've always loved Lincoln Park. I never understood why they were hated back in the day. I didn't get it. I thought they were fucking the bees knees. Still do to this day. I think they're a great band. Uh, so I think it was the influx of new metal. I think so. And it, the unfortunately, they and were they leading were that. The tail. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It seemed like, yeah, because it was like, hey, corn is the big thing. Limp Biscuit is the next big thing. Okay, Lincoln Park. It's a real shame, man, because they... Game changers in terms they, of music. They, I would put them at the top of what I just, those that's three I just said. And they evolved past that too. Like, the, oh, oh, yeah, man. yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, concert. concert, concert. <laughs> I, I will go on record up into this concert. My least favorite song because of radio play was in the end. For sure. Hmm. For fucking sure. I hated that song. Hmm. Hated it. Hated it. Because all of the, every 20 minutes you heard that song on the radio. It was like, True. No. So, no. so I got sick of it. I loved everything else. Well, that was the last song they played for their encore. So the last song of the night. And that's all great. That's all fine. They're doing it, and it's whatever. I'm rocking out. I'm trying to be with it. And all of a sudden, you know, Chester comes uh, to the front of the stage, and he decides to jump off, and he's doing the thing in front of the crowd. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. Chester's, you know, Chester, yeah. anything, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, I we can't see him because where we are, we can't see the front of the stage because we're all on the side, right? Uh, he, uh, We see the crowd from up in the rafters start to kind of swarm in on our area a bit hmm. like it's it's slowly but you can kind of see yeah. it's happening like that's interesting and we see chester kind of walking towards and he's just singing singing and you know kind of doing high fives and stuff with people that's awesome and then he literally walks down our side of the boards now everybody's flooding our section <laughs> everyone's flooding our section and he walks right down makes a fucking beeline Shakes my hand, we butt heads, and we start singing the chorus of In the End together. Yeah, nice. And then he does the same thing with my buddy Phil. Like, I mean, I went That's back cool. and say, like, I mean, I don't know. I I can't think of a better experience that is. Than, cool. than something like that. I I think there have been better concerts in my life, but in terms of experience, oh, no, experience for experience. Yeah. That's pretty up that's there. That's pretty fucking that's pretty yeah, up that's there. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. I so, can't I don't, I, mad respect to Lincoln. Yeah, Park. I can't say that for all the concerts I've been to, I've ever had an experience like that like yeah I, I you know met Foo Fighters briefly yeah mm-hmm. but it was more of just an autograph exchange yeah. right so it wasn't like even even though you're not getting something physical from what you went uh, no the yeah. memory yeah. there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, yeah. there's like autograph exchange and then what yeah exactly yeah. what happened to you <laughs> right like up here right and yeah I, I don't think that singing. <laughs> for for a band that was of that popularity and that mm. echelon no can't yeah. say that's a I mean I've I've met. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Mute Math. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, those guys are great. So I've seen. I've seen them twice in London. Uh, first time <laughs> I've I seen them once. I've seen them once. Like, Where did I see them? I, I think it might have been. First time I saw them was at that bar that used to be on King Street. That's just down the street and across from Rich, the Richmond. The Wick. No. No. Wait. Wait. No, King no, no, Street. No. Sorry. King Street. Salt King Lounge. Street. Yes. Yeah. First time I saw. That's where I saw line. them. Yes. I was at that show. He were fucking we friends then. He, no, we weren't. He punched the fucking <laughs> roof and he. Yes. Had, yes, like, yes, 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 yes. And the though. fucking him. I think the drummer Darren King and might have been the guitar player or something came out to the line of people because it was like the beginning of April. Right. And they apologized to every yes! single person because we were waiting outside and it was cold. So Canadian. <laughs> so funny. And they're Canadian. from New Orleans. <laughs> Are they? They're not even Canadian. They're from New Orleans. That's hilarious. Um, That's and awesome. then I saw them at the music hall. Nice. And I got to meet Darren King and that was the last tour he did with them. Oh, wow. And he's, I've always been just completely blown away by his drumming. 
yeah he's, he's completely he's blown away but nice. that's they weren't at the same they're not at the same i would still even call them more of an indie indie, hmm. indie with money yeah right because they did have a, a contract with they right. did have a record they're label, doing okay yeah um but they weren't super fucking popular they had right. maybe one radio song maybe two yeah and that was that if you were a fan of those songs you bought the record you got into the deep cuts that's where the world of mute math kind of started to open up right? for sure yeah and that's where you really started to appreciate what they were um but yeah i've never had like an experience of like yeah man connecting with dave Grohl or something just, like that i couldn't right? even like yeah i don't tell that's you wild I, yeah and it was i guess clearly at a time before fucking cameras as prevalent because I don't have any photos or oh, video. Yeah you, yeah, you would. Yeah, you this know? was. Well, now it'd be now? nowadays it'd be a selfie. It would be a selfie. Maybe that's why though too, because like Phil and I was just enjoying ourselves. Like it was mm-hmm. just a good time. Like how how could you not have someone? Saw fun? you guys sitting in a spot alone. He was like, yeah. "There's the special needs section. There's the special needs. <laughs> gonna take care. Oh, I'm gonna make a Wiz Foundation for them right now." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of that too, what if my make a wish wish was to like get really high with Snoop Dogg? I feel that's a fair. Make a wish dream, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Right? You know what's funny? But Snoop Dogg won't do it I'm if sure you actually needed it. I think you might. I think you might. But see, I'm pretty sure make a wish only happens up to a certain age. Yeah, that's true. Too. And I'm pretty sure you're beyond that point. I just want to say, I think that's a bit ageist. I think so. Ageist. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> a I'm little not bit ageist. Disagree. People are gonna die no matter whether you're a child or ill. That's no, kidding. I'm being, I'm being an asshole now. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say you really want to move. <laughs> but if you don't want to be an asshole about it, done. I think there is a half decent point in what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure there is. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So my concert, I, I really like that. I've, I've, I love getting to know and experience artists like. I Mad Moxies, you guys put on a fucking kick-ass show. Shout out to the Mad Moxies, uh, and you know, getting to know the inner workings of what you guys put into the show, what it takes for rehearsal and stuff, and then you get on stage, it's just effortless. Everyone gets up, does their thing. It's it like is, no big fucking deal. It is a weird thing like that, dude. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give it to you. Like when we're in here, just practicing or whatever. Mm. Um, there are you know, obviously there are a lot of mistakes. Yeah, you know, or. You know, things that just don't sound right. And maybe it gives you that, like, oh, no, are we not going to, like, am I not going to be able to pull this off on Saturday kind of right, thing? Right, yeah. Man, as soon as those fucking amps go on at the venue, it's a completely different ball game. I bet, yeah. Right? Like, nice. Nikki will be worried about remembering lyrics or her vocals or whatever. And yeah. then it just goes off without a hitch. Nice. Sort of thing. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing that happens with music. Dude, no. It's like, I, your, it's like your brain works differently here. Well, you're analyzing, yeah. judging, then it does and then there, there you're yeah. in an experience. Yeah. yeah. I'm fascinated with musicians yeah. and how they put it all together. And yeah, concerts yeah. alone. If you've ever done any booking of concerts, which I know, AJ, you have, I've done a, like a little bit. Well, I didn't know. I'm I thought you did. I don't do Oh, you, no. He just shows up. All right, okay. <laughs> my my, my apologize. wife does that shit. I just show I up and play. Yeah. I, apologize. I, I ask <laughs> her like every month or two. I'm like, am I playing this month? Where? Yeah. You know, how long? <laughs> For sure. When am I allowed outside? <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how stoned can I get when? Yeah. Good call. Sure. It's just, uh, it's, it's miraculous. And I think concerts are fucking feats of just amazing entertainment because you're watching somebody do what they love to do yeah Yeah. and like we talked hopefully hopefully and we'll get to my concert here in a minute but like we talked before if you're not seeing that the entire experience suffers it gets yeah it does yeah Yeah. right so like like the billy corgan or the matthew good show like yeah you could have been having an off day 
unfortunately, with this job, you got to leave the off day at the fucking side of the stage. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you're done, giving right. a good experience to all the people here, then you right. go back and I'm to sure, your job. I'm sure you're there for. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe the mental health things going on or family things or this, that, and yeah. the other thing. But it's like, it's really like any other job. Leave your shit at the door. Well, yeah. technically speaking, your audience is your employer, right? They're the ones that yeah. paid for you to be hmm. there. So your job is well, to make but, sure they have uh, a good fucking time. My employer has to understand how I'm feeling and accept <laughs> that I need some time off. That's so true. If, if I'm the employer, well, no, they're allowed. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, they need some time off. Then they shouldn't have come to the fucking show. And been <laughs> so wait, I don't have to pay you if you're sick then, right? <laughs> well, yeah, essentially, if, like if we're the employer and the I'm band cancels, then yeah, they give us the money back, right? We don't have to pay them. Okay, so it's if like you're I didn't have to pay. Job, I didn't have to pay Foo Fighters for canceling their show. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I guess yeah. if you're hourly, you don't get paid though. Actually, so I should stop with this argument. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all Go right, on. all right, AJ, what's your favorite? AJ? Come yeah. on, favorite of two. That's fair. That's good. Of course, um, ones. I would say more of the higher echelon of band and one would be more of an independent kind of <laughs> kind of thing. Nice. Um so the first one would be Pantera. Nice. Cool. It was I think their last non festival show before they broke up. Okay. It was in Winnipeg. All these things Sick. are in Winnipeg. Apparently. And I hate Winnipeg. Um so, <laughs> oh, sorry, ouch. sorry Winnipeg. <laughs> Wow. Um, I mean, Burton comes Canada there. That was great. Anyways, go on. That was a good show too. I yeah. saw them and Joe Cocker open for them. Nice. That was a good show. But um, yeah, Pantera. I don't know. It was just fucking good. <laughs> it was. It was like it was no bullshit. Right. Like yeah, there was some pyro and shit like that, and they had this uh, Pantera sign behind them that mm. like burst into flames. Yeah. The thing was so fucking hot. I could feel it. I was in the first row. Of the balcony, right? Like, oh right, wow! Like literally, yeah. like directly across from nice. where, wow. where they would be. Far, yeah. not far, yeah, close enough to see everything without needing like yeah binoculars, yeah. but far enough away that you're in seats and whatever. But I felt the heat. No shit, like it was nice. that fucking wow, wow, wow. and just the performances, just like maybe they were about to break up, and maybe they we just talked about this. Yeah. Maybe they weren't happy with each other, right? Like I think mainly it was the singer and then everybody else in the band. It was a lot of animosity there. Yeah. Um, but they still came out and gave a fucking hell of a performance. Yeah, nice. And they're all really talented musicians and everything. So, yeah, they're yeah. I would say that was that was probably one of my favorite nice. concerts. And it was it might have been a heavy metal concert, but for me it was mellow because I wasn't on the floor. Right. right? Uh, I wasn't gotcha. having to deal yeah, yeah. with the true metalheads. Yeah, yeah. Right? Who are in circle pit. Right. Fucking yeah. punch each other in the face, yeah, you know, yeah. jump on each other kind of stuff. Those, those can be fun too. I'm I'm cool with the de- an okay mosh pit, but when certain bands, I'm more of a like <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll be I'm over not, there. I'm not <laughs> Yeah. Like if I were to go to like a Slayer show or something like that, I would enjoy the Slayer show in the seats. Yes. <laughs> Do you know as a you might not realize it? Uh, who has a crazy mosh pit? The headstones. I can see it, mm-hmm. and that'd be fun. To, but see, that would be a, I think probably a different. No, really. No, I saw always go up. <laughs> oh wow! Because I've I've been in mosh pits before, mm-hmm. like the I Mother Earth mosh pit. I saw the last uh, the last set they did with Edwin. Oh yeah, at, uh, mm-hmm. at until Edgefest. recently, you mean? Until sorry, yes, until recently. So the last in yeah, the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and yeah, that was just a jump around, have a good time. Yeah, we're all here. We're don't gonna, slam yeah. into we're your friends bound, and yeah. If somebody falls, you circle, help. Yeah, exactly. Up. That's yeah. the I can deal with that kind of pit. Yeah, yeah. Not the hey, let's punch each other in the face and hurt our friends. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not fun to me. Yeah, I know. I agree. One hundred percent. And the second of my favorite concerts is an artist called Harry Manx. Probably I don't know if you've heard of him. Maybe, maybe not. Sounds familiar. He's played here at the Aeolian Hall. He's mm. more of a folk. Yeah, uh, I think I have seen him. I believe him he's Canadian, but he travels a lot. Might live in Ireland or India or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> Ireland this, or India. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the reason, you know. They're okay, the same okay, place. Okay. <laughs> his, his, his style of music is blues, but influenced by other cultures. Cool. Okay. So, like, he'll play blues tunes, but he'll be playing it on this guitar that has these strings that resonate when he plays the guitar that mm. makes it sound like a sitar. Right. Cool. But it's a blues That's song, awesome. and he's playing, like, a slide guitar kind of thing. And what's his name again? Uh, Harry Manx. Harry Manx. Um, he did a version, one of my favorite songs ever. Um, I don't know if you guys have probably heard of Van Morrison. Right. No, who's Van Morrison? <laughs> hey, some people don't have, you know, parents like Brown my parents girls. who listen to Have you ever heard have you ever heard Crazy Love? Yes. Harry Manx does a version of Crazy Love that will make you fucking weep. Like it's just beautiful and yeah. it's got this Indian kind of vibe to it. Like mm. kind of like it's yeah. it's wild, man. He does The Thrill Is Gone by BB King. Yeah. Um Wow. He's done all along the Watchtower. Very original cover artist. Um, but, and then going past that, his original songs mm. are just beautiful stories. Mm -hmm. And it's got this really kind of laid back sort of vibe nice. as like a blues kind of thing. But then all of these really like Middle Eastern elements or blues you know, African, Irish, or, you yeah. know, little uh, pump piano kind of thing. Right. Just so. When I went to see him, it was at a hotel ballroom mm -hmm. back where I grew up in mm. Kenora. It was with my dad, and my dad really wanted to go see him. And I just remember it was, it was one of those, like, hey, man, you want to smoke a joint and go see a show? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, whatever. Who the hell are we going to go see? Kind of things, right? <laughs> He's like, oh, this guy named Harry Manx. He's kind of like a folk singer, blues singer yeah, sort of I thing. Think, yeah, I remember you telling this story. And, and, uh, yeah. Uh, possibly, yeah. And I... Like, yeah, I got nothing to do. Sure. Why yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's get stoned and go see some music. If I like it, I like it. I don't, I don't. Whatever. Yeah. It was an hour and a half out of my night, right? Yeah. Two hours out of my night. <laughs> I got to smell the dad. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> so then we get to the hotel and we're walking in this ballroom and he just started playing his first song. I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are really good. I walk in, it's one dude on a fucking chair yeah. playing like a bass line, a guitar melody, and singing at the same time. Yeah. And like, I just literally walked man, in, man. it was one of those like <laughs> kind of experiences, right? <laughs> and just kind of blew my head up. And I was like, okay, I'm here for this. And I opened up a little more to the, yeah. And it was like, nice. yeah, that was probably one nice. of the best. Like, it was just like, wow. Man. Wild, wildly just surprised. Like, wow. Great concert, and then you got surprised by it. To yeah, yeah, and that, exactly, yeah, right? So, best. very talented artist, mm -hmm. very good music, and, you know, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I was fucking high. So. <laughs> it's, it's good time. <laughs> good time, good time. So, yeah, I would have it's to say those two really nice. stand out for cool. sure for me. Like, I, yeah, I've seen, guess who I saw, Joe Cocker. Yeah, like it's nice. I've seen, like I've said, I could probably count 
it's probably easier to tell you know somebody the negative concert experiences I've had. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and I, I should have called it out actually because I don't know if it counts as my negative concert experience, mm. but it's the one I'm still upset about. Chris knows. I should have seen Aerosmith alive. Yeah, that's bullshit. bullshit. I agree. I agree. I know life, pain, agony. These are things. I'm not blaming. Well, the worst part is they have not done any touring since that time. They're a couple years old, though. I know. They're doing a (laughs) Vegas residency. (laughs) Let's go to Vegas, Dave. All right. I'm pretty sure they're doing a Vegas residency. Are they really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. They're doing a Vegas residency, and they have not asked Joey Kramer to come back. Why? The drummer. Yeah. Why? Um, because there was something happened a few years ago and they told him to fucking take a hike. And he was like, Okay, yeah, whatever. I guess we're just taking a break. But they haven't yeah. reconnected and they haven't and they haven't asked him back. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Actually, but if they're playing Vegas, then I might have to go check this yeah, see what yeah. the costs and timing and hey, yeah. I I can use that as an excuse on many levels. Yeah. To make your way to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's find yeah. out. I bet yeah, you, I bet you can tell us right now. I'm gonna well, let check it out though. So if their recent concerts, which are still slowly opening yeah. back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about those. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not so much. So I'll jump in because it's one of those things where it's not so much the concert. And it could have been the venue, things of this nature. But I think I might be getting too old. <laughs> so I've only been to two concerts recently. They were indoors. And they happen to be at the same location. I won't name names. And in both cases, my ears were killing me. Oh, for boy. like three days. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so I've decided that I have to now become one of those people. When it's uh, indoors, I, I suspect outdoors I'll be fine, but we can talk about that in sure. a few months when yep. I get to enjoy uh, Alanis Morissette and, more importantly, Aqua. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, Dr. Jones. <laughs> but it's just one of those things of, yeah, I, I need the earplugs that I think when it's indoor concerts. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I'm being a musician and a drummer, I'm definitely at that point. Yeah. And physically, I'm at one of those like what band is it? How good is the show probably gonna be choosing where I either stand or sit? Yeah. Like okay. the Foo Fighters concert, I was gonna stand. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna try and get like this Yeah. This this, <laughs> this close to the stage. His face is in yeah. his butt. Um, yeah. yeah. But if it was something that, you know, I, I wanted to go see, but it wasn't, like, top of the list or something yeah. like that, you're like, what's the best seat you can find me? Because yeah. I'm going to sit my ass down <laughs> and I'm going to watch a show. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I've got, like, tinnitus in my right ear yeah. from playing drums, from smashing on the cymbal, right. cymbals and shit like that. So. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. my newism. I have to earplugs. I have to be one of those old guys. I'm going to test that out this uh, this weekend. Oh, yeah? Concert. When yeah. do you see him? Yeah, I don't think you've heard of him. Uh-huh. But uh, he's an Irish artist out of uh, out of Ireland. <laughs> he's uh, an Irish artist out of Boston. That's right. <laughs> smoke another one, Chris. Uh, so he's called Foy Vance. Is his name? It's Foy Vance. And oh, does, I, think I have a vague I've, recollection of you. I've met, yeah, mentioned yeah, him a few times. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. My wife Becca got me into him, nice. and uh, yeah, he's gonna be in Toronto. Now is he a loud artist? Like, is this your concern? Or is it no, just... he does. He's more folksy, bluesy okay, kind of so sound. Like, so I don't that, think it'll be that yeah, big. That type of sound. I think. I'm like, okay, like and. It's one of those. I, I try not to blame the the place I'm at. Yeah. But the last two times I've been there, like it's one of those. Turn it down two notches. 
two fucking notches. notches yeah. Like the bands were great. I, right. I'm not knocking the bands in both. Now they're doing things. the things. Yeah, yeah. Because and in, in fact, the what I saw recently, like it was a nice just uh, instrumental with a rap with a guitar. Like it was oh, nice. a great sound. Like yeah. I've googled them since my hearing has come back, and they're great. I love it. But it's just one of those things of why does why does the volume have to be so high? I, uh, I went to see when I uh, last time I saw Nine Inch Nails was in Detroit at the Fox Theater. It's a mm. small theater, and Nine Inch Nails is not a quiet band. Right. <laughs> They're very loud, uh, and I think I felt a little bit what you're talking about right right now. Yeah, it's like, just yeah, I it's don't know. Just, it's it's getting to that point. It's like oh, you, it's it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just little, come on, we're all here to loud. have a good time. Yeah. It's allowed to be loud, but you don't have to hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't pain me, sir. Don't pain yeah, yeah. me. That was that was one of my favorite concerts too. Is when we went to Toronto and saw Street Street Sweeper Social Club. Yeah. and Nine Inch Nails. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, we didn't stick around for Jane's Addiction, which is whatever. But yeah, that was a great show. That was a really great show. Mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot. Um, you got to see Nine Inch Nails. Shut up. I yeah. did. I, but I didn't get to see so Jane's Addiction. I mean, we could have left for Nine Inch Nails and come back for Jane's Addiction. Why would that be the option? Why is it? It wasn't our fault that we left for Jane's Addiction either. It was whoever our party was involved. It was their fault why we didn't stick around. So I think it was partly my fault. Was it? I don't think so. Oh, I don't like Jane's Addiction. Yeah, but you weren't like you weren't like trying to leave. You don't like Jane's Addiction. No, I'm not a fan. Yeah. It was uh, it was definitely Russ. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you were giving a shit whether. Oh we man, all these years I thought I was the one. I don't who, think so, dude. Who said let's go? I, I never, don't like this I never shit. had animosity. I'm fuck you. Let's go. No, I never had animosity towards you. I definitely had animosity towards. Oh well, then, there you go. So unless my fucking memory is skewed, which is definitely possible. Uh, yeah, my memory could thing, be skewed too. That was a great, was a great <laughs> show because I got to hear songs that I never thought I would get to hear, like Heresy and. Uh, um, uh, Man of Stole. Oh, no, I didn't miss Stole. He did another. Uh, he did, I'm afraid of Americans. That show. That's right. Yes. And uh, that was really cool. And song, Street Sweeper was awesome. Street, uh, Street, Street, Street Sweeper definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they were really great. Um, that was a fun, fun show. It's a great grounds, except for when you're way up in the fucking lawn. You want to be down in the pit. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I think that would be dependent on the show. As sure. Well. Like, like, I feel like I feel like great right, for that. I probably would have been would have rather been. Down further, yeah, and then for the Weird Al show that I saw there, the lawn might have been cool. Yeah, but right, right. yeah, for sure. But I mean, I had pretty good seats for that. Yeah, I saw Wiz Khalifa at that venue. Yeah, that was a really fun show. That was a fucking party. I mean, everyone's just getting high. (laughs) The first, the first concert Max ever went to before he was born was a Foo Fighters show Mm. at the the Molson Budweiser stage. I think they're calling it now. Used to be called the Molson Amphitheater. Um, and opening for them was Royal Blood. Oh, nice. Which, uh, big fan. Yeah, they're great, great band. We got caught in traffic. Mm. So we're trying to get there, trying to get there. We literally <laughs> walked in the venue as they played their last note. Uh, no. Yeah. Shame, I was so shame, shame. bummed. I mean, I was seeing the Foo Fighters, so yeah. how bummed could I really be? Yeah. But, yeah. but I was still like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah, that would have been, Max would have been, Nikki would have been eight months pregnant. Oh wow! Yeah, wow, it was wow, in wow. July. Wow. So he was hearing everything in there, there right? Here, yeah, that would have been the first con- first concert he went to, quote unquote. Hilarious. And then he's been to many a daddy's concerts. Yeah, oh, since yes. then, yeah. absolutely. And he loves it. He he loves going to shows and cool. hearing music. And I mean, when he was just a little guy, 
be hard to keep him off the stage sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. Like if he comes to a show and Nikki and I are playing, somebody has to watch him. Like obviously somebody has to watch him. <laughs> yeah. But, but actually somebody actually him. has to like <laughs> yeah. wrangle him yeah. right? <laughs> because he will try and get on the stage with us. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. And it was, uh, we played, uh, it was uh, in Elmer, a couple of buddies of ours, a band that we know put on uh, a food bank. Mm. Uh Fest cool. kind of thing cool. where they raise money and food yeah. and stuff for the food bank and they get a bunch of bands they know to come out and play at the little amphitheater thing they have in the I think it's the Kinsman Park or something like that. Sure. And uh yeah, so Nikki and I and our buddy Mark were playing a show, uh just an acoustic set kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, Max would not not be on the stage. Just like, give him like was, a change hat. Oh dude, no, we just <laughs> We just let him come up on stage because there, no, there was no yeah. drummer. There was enough room. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. loud, loud, loud. Yeah, but say Nobody that. was jumping. Like, yeah, yeah. You've seen Nikki perform oh, yeah, yeah. with the Moxies, sure. and she <laughs> flips her hair around. And you've seen her do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumps around, and there's, be, right? Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'd be afraid to go to the stage. I know. Not because she, you know, it's just that the hair. There's <laughs> a lot going on. <laughs> a lot going on. But yeah, he just sat on the stage behind us. Nice. Kind of chilled out. Nice. Checked out the drum kit. Nice. Stuff like that. It was It was cute. Yeah, that's adorable. Right. Especially at a at a fundraiser kind of thing like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else thought it was the cutest thing in the world too, Aww. right? So, <laughs> yeah. So those I'm are you. I'd say those are his. Use your kid to get you some money. That's all I'm saying, man. Well, not you know? them money. It's to help. Yeah, yeah, to help get yeah. you money. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> in- internet money, right? Yeah, internet yeah. money. TikTok yeah. money. Gotta get that money. <laughs> Gotta get the TikTok money. That's right. That's right. That's fun. That's fun that you bring. Uh, I mean, it makes sense that you know your kid be into music. Being that his parents are, as yeah. Well, right? So I mean, this was. Well, you gotta be careful though. Just because your parents do or don't do something doesn't mean you this do, is true. don't or do. This is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. I am the yeah. opposite of everything my parents have exactly. done. Exactly. You gotta be point. careful. No, Max point. is Max is definitely. Um, oh, I'm sure he is. I'm not trying to knock that he isn't. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. I'd never, I'd never force him or be yeah. like, "Hey, play music. Hey, play." Well, I, I, I mean, with Max, we don't know what the future holds, right? Like, no, no. What's, oh, yeah. what is he going to be capable of doing? Yes, sure. Because of his autism, yes. What's he not like? In five years, he could unlock that vault and yeah. come sit down at my drum set, and I just quit. Yeah, you know, like he's twenty five thousand times better than yeah. than I am. <laughs> he's yeah. fucking like Neil Pert times ten. <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. Autism's yeah, a weird fucking that it is uh, thing to thing to. Mm-hmm. Know, it's well, the process as somebody who doesn't have it, yeah, yeah. it's it is, but it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. wild, man. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, because he's great at like he could be an engineer. I'm sure of it. Yeah, mm. he's one of those dudes like wants to figure out how it works. Exactly. Yeah, figures yeah, yeah. out how it works. Yeah. Makes it work. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's perfect. Good. But yeah, he's had a few good concert experiences, good. I think. Fantastic. He's fallen asleep at some. <laughs> and he doesn't like wear the ear muffies or anything like that. Doesn't mm. like that. Like this was his room every Thursday night for yeah. for a while. God knows how long until he started <laughs> chewing on shit. And he's pointing at our <laughs> studio area that we record out of. So yeah, the, con- the the control room, which the is separated room. from the studio yep. floor, right. w- which is you know a little more noise damp dampened. Yeah, dampened. So yeah, he'd fall asleep in his freaking playpen, nice. like right in the middle of the room here, and then, but yeah, nice. then he started like chewing on earphone cords and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was like, yeah, no, sorry, bud, you're you're yeah. getting into too many things. You can't. Yeah, I started poking around, playing, peeking. Yeah. yeah, and like he'll come out to the floor and he'll start like trying to poke people's pedals and like yeah. we're playing a song or something like that. He'll just come up and be like, <laughs> "How does this work?" <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> so nice, but yeah, 
Cool. I don't know. What, what else can we talk about concert experience? I don't think. Well, concerts are coming out. What's What's the furthest so. you've you've gone for a concert? Specifically for a concert, what is the furthest you've traveled? Barry. For me, uh, <laughs> Detroit. I'm trying to think of where I've, where I've gone. Yeah, Barry's the furthest. Yeah, I think you're gonna win on this one. Yeah, you yeah, you've traveled. <laughs> to see for, bands. I think from a point A to a point B, yeah, the furthest like, I've been would have been from like. Kenora but here's the thing: Barry, like, I've you know? I've been in the right place at right time and have seen bands really far away. Like when I was like in L.A. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so. But no, my yeah. But, but like, didn't, just didn't go specifically. Yeah, like, for you bought it, tickets yeah. to that show knowing you would have yeah. to travel. Uh I mean, I was in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say to probably try. That's off the top of my head right now. Yeah, mine would be Barry. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. Three yeah. hour and a yeah. half hours when yeah. traffic doesn't hit you. Yeah, because it's like it's a it's a it's a cost to experience ratio, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you're paying X amount for a ticket, X amount for gas, and you're probably looking at hotels like, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know. Now you ask that question, uh, your research on your phone, is Aerosmith still there doing you go. Tell you, might be Vegas. Um there they do have a Vegas residency at the MGM Grand. Mm-hmm. I can't find any just ticket prices. And my brief research, mm-hmm. I found packages okay. where you can get tickets to the show in the lower 200 section, um, but you have to buy a two-night stay and this. And oh, well, like, I need two-night stay. Like so. starting, I think it was... going to need at least one day for coverage. I was going say, where's the problem? <laughs> like, starting <laughs> at $1,170 American dollars. Oh, so, so that's for two tickets, for two nights two at a hotel. Yeah. So you get, I'm in. You get two premium tickets. Yeah, that's I'm not, in. That's not your flights, uh, but whatever. You get expedited oh, show entry. Oh, flights from Detroit to Vegas? I know. They're going to pay me. You get VIP credentials. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I'm sorry. No, no beverage service, though. That's fine. I'll, 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 I'll pay. He'll go throw some money at a fucking casino and then bring the drink in. <laughs> two, two, <laughs> night, two night stay. Um, And yeah. Yeah, so it's funny because I, I am known for, and we had a, an episode about this, I know, about me being a, a bit of a cheap ass, <laughs> but admittedly, I'm going to check this out because if it is, yeah, okay, even 2000 bucks Canadian, you know, all costs included, not counting the gambling fund, yeah. for my wife and I to go see Aerosmith Live. Dropping the bucket, right? I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay, so for $2,500. American. American. So twenty five ninety, so twenty twenty six, twenty six hundred dollars. <laughs> you get uh, two premium tickets, hmm. which are in the VIP banquets. So that would be like off to the kind yeah, of yeah, side, yeah. close to the stage, with person export or escort. Ooh. With person escort, person? not male, not female, but person person ex- escort. <laughs> Whatever they have for you at the time, depending on whom we are, they'll assign they'll the correct the, escort. Oh, yeah. wait, yeah. <laughs> they'll take your and sexual preference down. VIP, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, pers- I, personal concierge and dedicated check-in line at your hotel. Ooh, nice. In-show cocktail service. Ah, there you go. And you get a food and beverage credit of two hundred and fifty dollars per night. Actually, that's not bad. Shit. So really, you're getting that money back. Well, <laughs> some you know, of it anyway. Yeah, it's five hundred bucks back. The room, you're selling me on you're this. You're probably so, getting the room, um, the room rate back. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, it, again, and we've talked about this before, I believe. I am a cheap ass, but when I get into that experience mantra, right? Yeah, I'll be a little bit more freely dealy. And correct me if I'm wrong. The Conclusion we came to at the end of that episode is you kind of wish for travel and such you weren't such a cheap ass. So it yeah. would make sense that you would want to do such a thing since yeah. the last time it was ripped away from you. 
It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's in one of your favorite places in the world. And this is an awful thing to say. So Aerosmith, please stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna book this. I'm gonna get set. I'm gonna get so fucking excited. I'm gonna show up. And because of personal challenges, they can't do the show. Uh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like fucking Joe Perry's going to lose an arm or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be something because it's just, uh. Damn it. But anyway, you know what? Uh, I, I'm going to search this up as well. And if nice. I can't find it, you're going to get messages from me. Nice. So there no, you go. It's, uh, it was called. I will even tell you what it's called. Thank you. I'm going to write it down on my phone. <laughs> it was called. Uh, Aerosmith in Vegas. I guess I could just Google Aerosmith. You could probably yeah. just Google. <laughs> I mean, I could probably just way. send it to you. So oh, that works too. Just so you know, audience, they're on their phones right now looking up concert tickets. So. Oh, no, I'm looking at porn. Oh, sorry, Dave's looking at porn. <laughs> Is there at least music? I'm looking at Homestar Runner. Oh, well, I'm AerosmithLiveVegas.com. That's okay. a weird I'll take Runner. a look. Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it. Has a fun. I would, I would yeah. probably go to like maybe the MGM Grand website. Gotcha. Yeah. Or something, because, I mean, there's there's probably going to be a lot of people trying to rip people off, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll do But yeah. what, what yeah. I saw, I mean, I could go through my history and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I'm um, not too worried. I'm not too worried. But, yeah, the, from what I saw, it was the legit. Yeah. Uh, you had a choice. Like, when you get up into those higher packages, you had a choice between, like, the Bellagio, mm-hmm. MGM Grand, and then another resort. And then as you scaled back, I think, the lowest one that I told you about was just the MGM Grand. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's close to where it is. Oh yeah, to be honest, the, the one beautiful thing about Vegas, if you're on the Strip, yeah. you're fine. You'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. If you're on the Strip. I used to good. go to a hotel back in the day, Hooters. I've mentioned it before. Uh-huh. Ah, loved the place, loved it. Is it even there anymore? No, well, the building is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Hooters is gone. Hooters Hotel, what? Yeah, yeah. Hooters Hotel. Yep. Yeah, they had an airline too, didn't they? I don't know, no. but the hotel was great. Yeah, they did. They had an airline, dude. Oh, maybe. Maybe a plane, not an airline. They had a Hooters airline. Really? Wow. For like two seconds? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shows what you can do with money, From like, folks. Now, now. See, what's funny is uh, we joke about this. All the price that we p- spoke about this hotel thing, and I said, how about we get money back for flights? Well, no, actually, because of fuel costs and shit of uh, nature, no. no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. That'll be what's going to stop me. That's, like, I can't afford the gas. Hey, there's, there's that Hard Rock Hotel going into Kellogg's. Uh, are we going to actually get it? Yeah. All right, it's, cool. Construction has started, apparently. Yeah, but as, I don't know. I don't I know. After the story about restaurant. the Hard Rock Hotel in New Orleans and the fact that they left dead bodies... In the rubble of its crumbling, I don't have but a lot of faith. But was that their fault, or was it the city's fault? Because I don't know. I think their after, names on the building, man. I think after, yeah, but <laughs> right? I, okay, I mean, that's a, their, their names on the building. So you're well, but hold on a second though. Who engineered the building? Did did the Hard Rock Hotel have it built? I don't know. Or did they the move story. into an existing? Because it's it's in New Orleans, you said, right? Sure. So that would be the old buildings. Historical buildings and stuff like that. So did Maybe. they move into a historical building? It just wasn't. I couldn't tell. You. I don't know the context behind it. All I'm saying is just due to association, I'm weary. That's all I'm saying. I've just been disappointed in the You could say that about Germans too. And I do. Like... And I do. And I do. <laughs> oh, Germans. Those fucking Canadians. Those how fucking they, Canadians. How they treated the natives. Oh, Unbelievable. And they didn't talk about it for point, a fucking decade. Exactly. Point made, <laughs> right? So you can say that about that shit too. But that, and that's why. About this but thing. that's why I question it. <laughs> is because at a certain point, when a building becomes inhabitable or you know yeah. fallen down or whatever, is it the city's responsibility to clear that debris, or is it the business 
owners. I'm sure they're in the, full, true honesty. It actually be the insurance. So you pay uh, insurance to recover things such as this nature. So it's one for my and I don't know the full details. I assume sure. they had insurance. Yeah, you, yeah. you must. At you couldn't Canada. start a project in without Canada, it. Yeah, you must. I don't know about the U.S. Other too. States are different. Yeah. but you must have insurance if you're a public place. Mm-hmm. You're paying that high premium. If a shitty deal like this falls or happens, falls. I didn't mean to make that joke. Um, then to be honest, yeah, the Hard Rock doesn't have that direct. They should be complaining and very clearly pointing out why it's not getting done in this right. case insurance company. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's why you pay insurance. Right. Yeah, that's true. We can talk about the scam that insurance is later. We could. That's a whole um, fucking but anyway, podcast series. Did you hear that they're putting in a Hard Rock hotel at the <laughs> Kellogg's Lane? And I'm hoping they have a restaurant. They will. And if if that falls, if that implodes, I'm going to blame whoever owns Kellogg's Lane. Okay. I'm going to blame the insurance company. I'm going to blame the insurance company gonna, now that Dave no, said that. I'm going to blame Kellogg's <laughs> okay. because <laughs> because it's 100 Kellogg's Lane. Right. I'm going to blame Kellogg's. It's all their fault. Yeah. Because their name is associated with the, the street that the yeah. building That's is on. That, that makes that Kellogg's sense. was that great tracks. back when they actually was the Kellogg's. Yeah, it was good actually back in the day. Did you ever? Uh, I got to go in it. Like too, it actually, was yeah. very crazy and insane. I think we went together, didn't we? Oh, we like went like a tour. We did actually the factory kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very crazy. I don't. Did I live in London when it was still operating? Yeah. I lived in London when it was still operating, but it was like at the end of its Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know what it was at the end. Because, yeah, when you and I went, it was Boys and Girls Club. We would have been yeah, well, 14. So you got, yeah, you got to see like Fruit Loops and Corn Pops getting made and shit. Yeah. It doesn't sound as exciting. It's not that exciting. It's <laughs> a fucking assembly It's line. all machine. Yeah. It, it, it'd had be more interesting bo- now at 40 than it was at. It was uh, the boxes on the, the lanes, you know. Yeah. It, it was all mostly odd. Like, it was crazy how automated. That's why you never got the things. It was nothing about the boxes. It was just because it was all automated. Yeah. Like, Put yeah. it w- this way. That's why you The Labatt tour was way more fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, wait, you didn't even get, like, little tiny, like, they boxes? They gave us a cereal. Yeah. yeah. yeah they you know, like, those little boxes yes. you got when you went camping? And you had yes. to cut them open. So we all got, like, I never whatever. put milk in those things. God, no. No, I just ripped the top open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, it's cool to have a hard rock here, but that also, I mean, it'll track bands, hopefully. Hopefully. Track hopefully acts. hopefully they'll have but, acts there. But, 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 hard rock is very expensive across the board. It is. It's, you're, you're absolutely you're paying, well, it's the name. It's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you're paying yeah. the premiums for it. So, and I think we're, we're to the wise. For me, it personally, it would depend on the hard rock. Like the one in Toronto was kind of meh, which isn't even there anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they have one in the Rogers. Dome thingy anymore. I don't know. I know they used to. Yeah. I think for me, it would depend. Like, if I was going and they're like, yeah, they have like all the Foo Fighters instruments, be like, yeah, I'll go pay 28 bucks for a burger and check it out. (laughs) I won't. (laughs) I went to the one in Niagara Falls and they did have a bunch of Nanak Nail stuff in there. And I'm glad I didn't pay that bill. <laughs> it was on someone else's dive because it was it was very 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 expensive. Oh yeah, I mean it's Hard Rock and it's in Niagara Falls. So <laughs> yeah. I mean I guess it yeah. depends. You're going for an experience or not? Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah, it's like, true. It's like gambling. I mean, I pay twenty eight dollars for a burger to like true. eat with like Trent Reznor of that sales. That, that'd be worth. I'd it. pay like six hundred dollars for you know a burger I mean? to eat with but like, Trent Reznor just because his guitars in the restaurant right, or his, question, whatever. Would you like, pay six hundred bucks to eat a veggie burger with Trent Reznor? Uh, yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's. I don't know. Maybe it's. Maybe it's different being a musician and having that connection with an instrument. Maybe. Right. So maybe. you're looking at the instrument. You understand the connection that that instrument had to that artist when they yeah. wrote that album or wrote that song sure. or played that show. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like 
There's cool things. Yeah, no, I have the perspective of it's a tool. The artist just used the tool well. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, yeah. You want my keyboard from all the programming I've done? Yeah. Because, like, I think <laughs> it, 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 it depends. Am, am I huge into, like, am I a super fucking coding nerd? Then maybe I would. Actually, you know right? what? I wonder if that's a thing. Like, <laughs> like am, I, am I a huge um, fucking Facebook fan and Mark Zuckerberg threw out his socks? Well, then, yeah, I'd pay $500 for Mark Zuckerberg's socks. There you go. All right, then. I think we should end on that note. AJ would pay $500. I said if I was a Facebook nerd. Uh, Based on this, (laughs) I don't remember an if in there. (laughs) I will play it back for you. (laughs) But case in point, the value is different to everybody. Yeah. Right? That's fair. And and to the point of musicianship, when I think of like a great artist, like Jimi Hendrix watching a guitar in his hands, would be far different than watching that same guitar in my hands. Based on, so yeah. Very different. So, so I appreciate it. I love it. But a different guitar in his hands might be very different too. It it would be. We would we be. have we have this discussion a lot when it comes to to backline. Yeah, uh, that means like the instruments and the amps and stuff that are possibly provided for you at a gig, mm-hmm. uh, or do you provide your own backline? Right. So for me as a drummer, I'm more partial to playing my own drum kit. Sure. Because. Well, first of all, it's like going no, into it's, it's like going yeah. into somebody's room and messing up their shit, right? Yeah. Like, because yeah. I play I play a specific way, right? So for me to turn this here and tweak this there yeah. and put that there, guy's gonna come back and play his set and if if he's after me, yeah, he's gonna come back and play his set mm-hmm. and be like, what the fuck? It's gonna take me twenty minutes to fucking do this, and I got five minutes to play, you know, until yeah. I right. play, right? Um, and I think the same with with guitars. I think amps, it's a little different. Like for a guitar player to plug into, uh, yeah. this amplifier or that amplifier, right? The guitar, but the guitar itself, yeah, is completely different because oh, it's fair. set up this way and so. And it's funny, I, just, I get made fun of sometimes. Like, just play whatever drum kit. No, it's like okay, play this Hello yeah, Kitty no, guitar. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Actually, I agree. And right? though we were joking about it, uh, but the keyboards, similar thing. Like, mm-hmm. I have a certain type of keyboard that I prefer to use. Some people prefer the clicky clicky. Some mm-hmm. people the like boards. the split ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those. Yeah, no, that actually. You like the ones that are like on the ball and it's on the side. Yeah, no, I actually just like very simple IBM or Lenovo. I should call it now keyboards. Microsoft keyboards. Not well. I I don't mind those. Like for some reason, I've always just liked the very simple. Yeah, standard keyboard. keyboard not yeah. loud, not crazy, not split. Yeah, yeah. As as one who does not work with computers as as you do, mm. I would agree. I prefer those keyboards yeah, as well. I, I do. There's little buttons, not many buttons. Yeah. <laughs> function does function doesn't do seventeen different fucking things. <laughs> it doesn't light up all fancy. <laughs> Could you imagine if there was like a Silicon Valley bar in the style of like our hotel in style of Hard Rock, where it was just Keyboards, yeah, it was or, just nerd, well, stuff. nerd, nerd stuff. yeah, nerd computer. Junk. But you know what? Bill Gates pay. first monitor. Yeah. You know what's funny? You could probably make a buck or two I, by setting oh, it up in that location. I bet you, you know, could. And bet you know you what? Could. Being it a Silicon Valley themed. Yep. Well, who has all the money? All the Silicon Valley. All the Bitcoin boys <laughs> right, are going to come right. to town, right? <laughs> sure you're, you're catering Silicon to your Silicon Valley right? bar and everything. We don't accept Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no cryptocurrency allowed. <laughs> you can stay here for one Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. That'd be pretty one Bitcoin by presenting $632 exactly. <laughs> In is cash. That, is In that cash. how much it's worth now? I actually don't know. I, don't know. I, I am not. A is it not guy. like? I am not. The Bitcoin or the new thing where you uh, you buy a piece of art 
That's oh, NFTs. Thank you. Fun I always forget the fucking thing. So every time I hear about this thing, I just in my mind is just like, yeah, not me. No, I know. Yeah, the NFT thing. I've, I I I personally me. have a couple NFTs that I got for free. Okay, it was when uh, it was on DC fucking Expo Day or whatever they nice. do online there. All right, um, DC fandom. Okay, and they were giving away. NFTs. Nice. So, oh, if nice. I go and give to me, yeah. all right, for the sure. shits and giggles of money, but no, I'm not buying I'm something not I can't buy physically hold. Yeah, right? yeah, it's just one yeah. of those silly things. I could never buy it. Yeah, yeah. No. NFTs. Well, there, I'm sure musicians are going to use those too and incorporate those. Actually, one of shit. one of the first bands to use uh, NFTs was Kings of Leon. Their there last album they Done. put out Son. as part of it. They put out an NFT experience, right? So you got the album. Got to be an experience. You got the album, but then you got tickets to any five shows in the world you wanted like if you were in that spot and they were mm. playing you could just be like hey i'm fucking bought this shit and then a whole bunch of other exclusive eh. stuff that's only exclusive to you right and i think part of it it's like what kevin smith's doing yeah that's what that is it's an nft to own the rights to kilroy was here Mm. So if you pay that $5,000 or whatever, you own the rights to that movie mm -hmm. and you get to show it wherever, however, and whenever you want, hmm. right? Okay. You, you own it. So, yeah. Nice. But mm. I think we've been thoroughly distracted here, boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's move on. This has nothing to do get with concerts. done. <laughs> <laughs> Folks out there, tell us what you know about NFTs because we don't know shit. <laughs> I love that we're going to end with that. <laughs> we don't know shit. Don't yeah. know nothing. We no. know a lot about uh, concerts, but nothing, nothing about, about NFTs. No, no, I don't know uh, but what are your favorite concert experiences? We want to know more about uh, what you like. Do you like going to concerts? Do you not like going to concerts? Are you like into the acts that we are? Are there other acts that you like? Uh, I, I hear about all these other artists that are really awesome to to, to check out live that I haven't seen. So please let us know your favorite experiences. What would your dream in, concert? Be? Uh, well, that right. th that can go into not, not a long you time. them. Yes. What would your dream concert? I'm pointing to the uh, camera that we don't have before here we get into our outro. Uh, you want to plug uh, upcoming shows for the Mad Moxies real quick? If I knew when I was playing. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna have a link. He brought that up earlier. <laughs> We're going to have a link in our description for tickets if you want to check out the Mad Moxies. We're going to have a link in the description to my wife's <laughs> Facebook page. and you can So you can get, grab tickets if you want to uh, check out the Mad Moxies. I know we have one. Smooth, AJ, smooth. I know, I, know, <laughs> I, I know we have one coming up in July. Okay. June or July. This might be a perfect <laughs> time July, to plug your band. Sometime this oh, July. Yeah, we, got one, we got one coming up on July 2nd in Sarnia. Nice. Um, Okay. Cool. At the, at the rooster. The rooster, right on, um, right on. And I don't see it in my calendar. I put it in there. But we have another one coming up at the Palisade for London Music Week. Sick. Nice. Uh, let me look here. All right. <laughs> so what we will do is we will have a link so you can grab tickets for yourself uh, to check them out in the London and Sarnia area. June 22nd. There you go, June 22nd. Even Wednesday. sooner. Even sooner. At the Palisade. There you go. That's so, a really fun place to go, people. You want to check out a really fun nice. uh, show. The Mad Moxies throw a pretty uh, kick-ass show on them. So please check them out. And yeah, let us know all your concert experiences. We want to know uh, and keep the conversation going about live music now that we're getting back into the swing of it again. We're all loving it. Uh, so let us know your thoughts. Um... 
If you like what we're doing here, uh, we'll have a link uh, to buy us a coffee. Want to throw us a buck or two? We appreciate it just to keep us going. That's awesome. If not, I, know, I just spilled all over myself. <laughs> yes, Apparently, I have a drinking problem. I don't need. I don't, I don't need no coffee. Apparently not. So if you can help uh, throw some money in our buy me a coffee thing, so AJ can get a new shirt because he spilled stuff all over his buy me a shirt. current one. If we can buy him a shirt, that'd be I'll great. take Walmart shirts. That's okay. Yes, I'll take yeah, George, he's not, George, he's not picky. George he's not picky, shirts is fine for sure. Uh, <laughs> and outside of all that, uh, for anybody out there uh, that might be. Uh, going through uh, mental stuff upstairs like we all are in this crazy time. We just want you to know you matter, uh, not just to us, but to those who are around you. It's important to talk about this stuff. So if you can't do that with anybody that's in your immediate vicinity, we're going to have some links so you can do some research and get some help in that area for yourself because uh, that stuff's important. And I think it might be Mental Health Awareness Month or something. I'm not sure. Anyway, links for you if you need such things. But until next time, I've been Harvey. Dave Jurgle. I once took some weird drugs at a concert and ended up in the med tent and projectile vomited across the room. I'm AJ. <laughs> that's a true story, wow. by the way. I think that's exactly what happened. That is and, a true uh, story, by the way. The fact that AJ remembers is amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Sounds nice. like you should not have remembered that experience. No, at all. no, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> but like, I remember. It's like, think about it. you for life, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you've taught the lesson to yourself. <laughs> apparently, apparently, my heart almost exploded. Oh Ooh, my god! Yeah. Wow. Well, glad you're here. Was... Just like that, folks. <laughs> you got yourself sarcastically distracted. Oh, Thanks so much <laughs> for joining us. Have yourself a wonderful night. Peace. Take care. Bye all. now. <laughs>